Hello, Bishop. We're on lesson four now. And we're still in Luke, of course. And we're going to go 57 through 80 now, where we're talking about Jesus born and named. Now Elizabeth full-time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy on her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day, and they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him by name on his father Zacharias. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father, which would have him called. And he asked for a, a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. So they all marveled immediately. His mouth was open and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all those who dwelt around them, and all these things that were discussed throughout all of the hill country of Judea. And all of those who heard them kept them in the heart, saying, What kind of child will this be? And what and, and the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, and he spoke by mouth by this holy prophet. For we have seen the word begin, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of those who hate us, uh, to perform mercy's promise to our fathers, and remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our fathers Abraham, to grant us that we, uh, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear the holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, and you will go before and face the Lord to prepare your way, his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercies of our God, uh, in which was day spring from uh, on high he visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and shadow of death, to guide his feet to the way of peace. Uh, and that is... Oh, so the child grew and became strong in the spirit and was in the desert till the days of his manifestation to Israel. Let's go to the questions. <clears throat> the Song of Zechariah may be divided into verse 68, 70. Thanks to God for the coming of the Messiah. Verse 71 through 75, the purpose of the Messiah's coming. Verse 76, 77, the mission of John. Verse 78, uh, a further picture of the Messiah's coming. Trace the song of Zechariah and secession and stage the unfolding of God's <clears throat> plan of salvation through the Old Testament. And up to the coming of the Messiah, how does the reveal the unity of the Old and New Testament? Okay, well, this is easy. And this is actually what I was going to bring out when I was reading that, because I noticed that. Because it says clearly that in the beginning of his song, that God is going to come and redeem his people from their enemies. Nothing about salvation. He's coming to redeem those who are you know who are uh, who hate them he's coming to in other words the old Tef the the Jewish concept of the Mashiach 
is what Zechariah was prophesying here. This is the same thing the Jews are looking for today. They're not looking for a spiritual redeemer. They're looking for someone to come break them out of the bondage of uh, of their enemies. In other words, of maybe right now the Palestinians or you know the Middle Eastern situation. They're coming looking for somebody to establish the temple and to renew the covenant of the Torah with the sacrificial system within the temple. So we see the song as it starts. That's that's exactly. What Zechariah is saying, he said, this is what this guy is going to come do. He's going to come free us from our enemies. He's going to come establish his this place. He's going to come basically and establish the co a covenant, which we know that comes back with the temple, the rebuilding of the temple. And then all of a sudden, he stops. I mean, he, he switches gear and he starts saying, and, and, and he's going to come show the way of salvation. He's going to come teach us from the, you know, basically, I'm using my words here. He's going to come show us the remission of sin. He's going to come tell us, turn our hearts back to him. So we, we almost have a bipolar message right there from Judaism and Christianity in this one verse. The first part is what the Jews are looking for now. And this, well, we are actually too for the final redemption. But what I'm saying is, is we see here how Zechariah tied the Tanakh with the promises of what the Mashiach would do as far as freeing Israel from the oppressors, freeing Israel from those who, 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 who badger them and continually take from them and steal from them and everything like that. And he says that they're going to establish a redeemer, going to establish someone who's going to take all of that back and establish Israel. But then again, we come into the New Testament part where he starts talking about how the Messiah is going to come bring redemption from sin. He's going to come redeem us from the things that we have done, which is, by the way, not within the Old Testament pretty much. So we see Zechariah tying this thing. Now the question is this. Does the church replace Israel? Do we become Israel? Yes. Do we replace Israel? No. But I do believe the Orthodox teaching is this. They teach what the what the Orthodox Church teaches is is the Old Testament. The Jews were the church. They were the first church through this. Now we join into that church. Now we take on the covenant of the second one of the remission and making Messiah. Israel's got to come that way. So I think what we see here is we see a picture of a beautiful picture of the Messiah in the views of Israel, as far as a. a a come kick butt Clint Eastwood, John Wayne uh, guy going to come in and just free them from their bondage and reestablish everything back to the way it's supposed to be. And then all of a sudden he switches his view and we're looking at a person that's, I mean, a, a Messiah that's going to come and going to really reach to the depth of our souls and bring us out of sin, make us confess more of an individual. So really we got kind of like a, a community salvation in the first part with Israel, which we are praying for today. We're praying that the church and the Jews and, and, and really the whole world will have that peace, will have that oneness, will have no fighting, no hatred. And he also tied it into with the redemption of sin. So we went from a communal to a personal. We went from communal salvation to individual salvation. So well, we may be estranged from that covenant. We were not brought up within the Torah. We were not brought up within the ways of, of the law. But yet, through the grace of the Mashiach, the grace of Messiah, we are now drafted in. We are now pushed into this covenant. 
And as we are doing on our side of this thing, we're still keeping the Torah. We're still keeping the Torah. We're still keeping the food laws and the Sabbath and the feast. But yet we're also blending in the beautiful things the church has added also. So we are, to me, we're not complete Jews. We're complete Israelites now because we have part of the old, which is looking for the great Redeemer to come, bring Israel back and establish and we also have the great Redeemer that's established peace in our hearts and salvation to Him. So, to me, I see a merger here. But it's exactly what Zechariah did. Is he took in the, the kingdom Messiah and prophesied that first. And then he brought in the Messiah that's going to come and establish peace within our hearts. Secure that kingdom within our hearts. So that's the way I see that. But as I was reading that, that's exactly what I said. Uh... What, according to this song, is the purpose of salvation? Is this your experience? Hmm, good question. Okay, so let's take the whole view of this. Let's take uh, the, uh, what he spoke about first in the tonight. Yes, God, Jesus has saved me. He has washed me. He has cleaned me. He has purified me. He has made me someone from afar. He has made me somebody who was not part of the covenant. And he's brought me into his covenant. But in the process of that, not only has he cleaned my sin, I have seen him within the life of me, giving me strongholds over enemies within my life, enemies of temptation, enemies over uh, being bitter, uh, being negative, being angry. Uh, these enemies that surround me of sickness and death who try to take over us. See, a lot of people don't believe in this stuff. A lot of people believe that this is all manifestations, that the demons and devils are not real, that they're just uh, figments or uh, allegories. But I, I, really, I know I have experienced the darkness. I have experienced the dark kingdom. I have, I have confronted a demon uh, in my own house at times. Not lately, but in, in the early part of my walk. And I have experienced this. So he has actually given me victory over the kingdom in dark, of darkness, the, 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 the abbas of the fallen angels, those that are trying to, to, to hinder us. I have seen that. So he has already established within me <clears throat> victory over the nations of the spiritual realm. Now I am waiting victory over the physical realm, just as my brother's Jews are, to when we'll see Messiah come back and rule and reign forever, you know, and, and be our king upon this earth. I am waiting that. So within my life, my personal life, I have seen both prophecies fulfilled. I still face demons. I still face the darkness. I still face these things that try to creep into my family. Bad teaching, false teachings, uh, and everything like that. So that's how I tie that within my life. I have faced the darkness. I have, I've, in the first part where he talks about uh, delivering from our enemies and, and making way straight, he's done that within me. I have been delivered from the darkness of evil, the snares of the devil, who had me blinded for so many years. And I've seen the salvation within my heart, the change within my character. So, hope that answers it. Uh, this is lesson four. Thank you so much.